attention to. Are you are you beatboxing it? Yeah. I can't rap. I was gonna rap. What we're gonna be talking about today? Along came a guy named Paul Revere. Me and my quart <laughs> of beer, running across the land, kicking up sand. Shares posse's on my tail, cause I'm in demand. Mm. One mm. lonely mm. beastie mm. I be. Yeah. All by myself with no okay. body. I can't keep that going. No, me neither. Welcome to What Are Your Rights podcast with attorneys George Derrick and Bob Mortland. Go. Go. What am, where am I going? I don't know. I always say that to you, expecting you to say something. I don't know what to say with, with go other than today we're going to discuss theft, stealing, taking away from things that you shouldn't be. Appropriation of lost property, receiving stolen property, burglary, grand theft, grand theft with a firearm, auto burglaries. I thought we were just going to talk about petty theft. Well, they're all types of theft. We we can try to keep it to petty theft, but there, you know, I'm sure other things will come up, and we'll go on tangents. Like there are many animals of different types of theft. Many theft varieties, varieties of theft. Uh, in California, you know what I theft. Petty theft. I've been convicted of grand theft. You've been convicted of grand theft? Yeah, I, I stole my wife's heart. Oh, 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 good one. I went there. Didn't see that one coming. Under California law, theft crimes, also known as larceny, uh, they're crimes where a person intentionally takes and carries away the property of another without permission and with the intent to permanently deprive that person of their interest in the property. Now, let's... Let's uh, dissect that statement. Okay? Let's, let's talk into the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> Let, we're going to dissect I'll, that statement. I like you conversing with me, though. I do enjoy it. What we're going to do is... The people need to hear your voice. Turn this up. Turn How's you that sound? up. Just don't turn me on. So. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, not touching that. A person... Thank you. No pun intended. Where a person intentionally takes and carries away... Um, how far do you have to carry something? The slightest movement will Slightest movement. If I pick up this highlighter, let's say it's yours because it's mine. If I pick this up and my intention is to keep it permanently, yeah. that's so theft. Lo- so long as you had the intention to permanently deprive that person of that property. Lots of P's in that sentence. When I have someone walk through my office door, well, actually they open the door first. They yeah. walk through the frame and they say... I've been arrested. I've been robbed. No, usually they say, I've been arrested for <laughs> shoplifting. Okay. No, no one comes to a law office saying they've been robbed. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> shoplifting, they are always um, detained when they leave the store. Now, they can be detained inside the store, but how would you know that they have the intention of... Stealing, well, you, unless you leave the store. Yeah, no, but you can establish that they had the intention of leaving by showing that they didn't have any money, credit cards, or any means of paying for the items. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen where they'll they see someone homeless that they know has been in the store stealing before. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. They they go in, they put a bottle of whiskey in their pocket. As soon as they put that whiskey in their when pocket, when you hide something in your pocket, yeah, you're probably stealing it, but. I would say almost 100% of the time, security or store personnel will stop the person r- as they're leaving. 
once they pass paying. the registers. The right. second that they walk past the registers and, and they're they head towards the door, aiming for the door, loss prevention will tackle you yeah. to the ground. And it's almost always loss prevention. It's almost never per- personnel that work at the store. And I, I worked a gro- at a grocery store for four years. And I was told that if you try and stop someone from stealing, you will be fired on the spot. You mm. want to know why? Why? It's a Insurance. liability issue. It's yeah. a liability issue. Let the person take it. We don't want to get stabbed. One of my friends worked at Long's Drugs. He tried stopping a theft, and he was punched in the face, and then someone pulled a knife on him. Listen, if you're working at a grocery store, you don't need to sacrifice your life for something that's already insured. It's not your property anyway. Don't risk it. This took a turn. Okay. Carry away without permission, with the intent to permanently deprive that person. Yes. Shoplifting. Uh, in, In California, the amounts, because, well, let's step back. Theft or larceny is divided into two different degrees, either petty theft or grand theft. Petty and theft, misdemeanor, grand theft, felony. Uh, and to could be a wobbler for qualify grand for grand theft in misdemeanor land, it's got to be $400 or more stolen. Yes. Um, felony land, it's a little different. I mean, it, 950 or more. Oh, really? I mean, it, it, yeah, the legislation was recently changed up to $950. Yeah, there isn't, um, there's no such thing as... Petty felony theft. Nope. And one of the things that I've seen, and I've represented people on this, is the police want to get you for grand theft. They don't want to get you for petty theft. And the police like to create their own crimes to solve them to make their statistics look good. So I've seen police take a bike that they bought for $1,000, and they have a receipt for it for $1,000. They set it out there, and they wait for somebody to take it. And as soon as you take it and try riding off, they tackle you off of it. You're now charged with grand theft. That's, bait, that's a bait bike. Bait bike. Can I tell you a story? Actually, it's a very funny story. Tell the people the story. My oldest sister used to be a police dispatcher. I'm not going to say what... Actually, multiple counties. Uh, one county in particular... She was housed, cheating. Cheating huh? on, her, on her county. I know, right? Going to other counties. One county in particular had a maximum security prison in the county. A person... Actually, an inmate. Actually, this is actually true. Um, I've verified this. He broke out of this maximum uh, security prison. I think it was a maximum level, like three or four, like a very high level. Like the only thing higher than that, I think, is like a super max. Like it's very hard to break out. He breaks out, and he goes into the town, and he <laughs> he gets on one of these bait bikes, <laughs> and he's arrested immediately. <laughs> Oh, that's not a good getaway vehicle. Yeah. Don't try to use. So the a town it's bike. in is actually quite boring. So a lot, yeah, a lot of times I've seen police use the bait bikes because I guess they have nothing else to do. While we're on the topic of bait bikes, pause. Yeah. Okay. While pause. we're on the topic of bait bikes, I had a uh, case recently that I had dismissed that it was a bait bike because the guy he didn't get on it and ride away really fast. He got on it and started looking like he was walking with it. He wasn't. He didn't show that he wanted to ride on it right away and, and take it. And when the police approached him, he said, well, I'm looking for the owner. I just uh, There's a bike here with no lock. It's a nice bike. It's a Gary Fisher. He's oh, like, he's I'm brilliant. looking for the owner. And so he's walking that around with brilliant. it, looking around, <laughs> saying, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and so I thought that was hilarious. I got the case dismissed. I said, prove it at trial. I mean, the if police <laughs> see him wander around. He didn't, you know, take it and run or he just kind of like, hey, uh, that hey, being anyone said, bo- anyone? but don't don't do that. If you are a car thief, 
<laughs> when you steal a car, I guess all you got to say is, I was looking for the owner. Uh, I don't think it'll work with a car. <laughs> I stole it out of the driveway. I was looking for the owner. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I don't think that would work too much with a car. Um, just yeah. I, I, don't do that at all. If you see a bike laying there, no lock on it, doesn't belong to you, leave it there. Not, Bob, not your problem. What is the usual resolution for a first-time petty theft? Now, we're speaking generalities here now, ladies and gentlemen. Those listening who have been charged with the petty theft, keep in mind, these are generalities. Every case is different. So don't take this as the Bible truth. Well, if you're convicted of theft, there could be a number of penalties, which could include county jail. Usually it's no more than 30 days, depending on the value and the way. I mean, if you're charged with a 459... Uh, That's a... Burglary? Commercial, yeah, burglary. If you're charged with that on top of a theft, then you may be looking at more time. It depends on the exact facts of your case. A lot of counties have diversion programs, though, and you need an attorney to advocate for yourself to get these diversion programs. Yes, and a lot of counties will allow you to plead your case down to a 490.1. Well, it's a 484 infraction based on code section 490.1. 490.1 is not the section, but you can have an infraction Based yeah. on 490.1. Um, and so a lot of the cases will end with, you know, probation of three years. Usually it's informal court probation. And on top of that, you're looking at paying restitution. you got to pay for the items that you stole. You have to pay that yeah, back. The um, resolution depends on whether or not you're able to make the person whole again. And what I like to do with my theft cases is I ask my clients to do more than you should do. A lot of attorneys say, no, don't do anything. We'll resolve the case. I don't take that approach. I want you to show the court that you're a human being, that you're not a number, and I can usually get a better result, such as I ask people to enroll in counseling classes uh, for impulse control because a lot of theft is impulse control. You need to understand how to control your impulses. And even if you don't think you have an impulse control problem, the court looks very highly at people that... We got we got aim uh, coming through here. Someone's g chatting with you. Yeah, someone was texting me and I had to respond. <laughs> what are you um, saying? Impulse control classes are good to take. Those show the court that you're trying to take responsibility for your actions, not avoiding it entirely. Community service is something that courts enjoy a lot too. Um, hey, you know, give, give back. Give back courts to the community. It. It'll help your resolution in your case a lot of the times. Um, Let's talk about petty now. You have more than one petty theft in your record. You have one petty, petty theft conviction, and then you're charged with another petty theft. Bob, what is that? Well, petty theft is one of these charges that is priorable, just like DUIs are and a lot of other different crimes. They're priorable, which means if you get more than one, each time you get an additional crime, the punishment gets worse It's going to get worse. There's so, a specific penal code for that. It's called six, petty theft six, with a prior. Six. Penal code 666. Yes, you heard me right. Penal code 666. 666 is petty theft with a a prior. What is important about that is if you get petty theft with three priors, even if it's petty theft, it's going to jump to a felony. Even if it was $10 every single time. Doesn't matter how much. It's not the amount. It's the fact that you've done it three times. It then becomes a, a felony level. And felony, you could end up in, you know, 16 months in state prison for, for that. Right. Um, so grand theft is a very, very serious offense. If you're charged with a, with a theft crime, you know, you can avoid the harsh consequences of the law. 
Hire an attorney if it you is can. so important to hire an attorney in these cases because an attorney will be able to advocate for a very good resolution. There have been many times I've had clients come in and they have more than one theft case out there. I'm able to negotiate just one conviction when you have four open cases of theft. Yeah, if you can do a global resolution on everything and, you know, Sometimes I, I let my clients know, hey, you may have to do a lot of community service, but if we can get these crimes off your record, that may be something we'd consider. In fact, I had a guy that ended up doing 400 hours of community service. Did he actually uh, complete all that? Uh, he hasn't yet. He's still doing it. He's, Good for him. He's still a client. He's uh, been stealing nonstop. Uh, a lot of chicken and beer from, liquors, from uh, Safeway and different stores. The reason why he says he steals chicken and beer is because those are the things that they don't put in a the bag. They, they just put it in the cart. And so he takes the cart, fills it with chicken and beer, pushes it out the door, and walks around, grabs the cart, and puts it in his car. Well, yep. you do get caught when you do that, and he did get caught, and he is facing, facing punishments for that. So I'm not advocating that you should go put a bunch of chicken and beer in your cart, push it out the door, and go on your way. You know, I... It was sad. I, I had one case California where law makes a big a distinction between uh, what's called grand theft and what's called petty theft. Now, grand theft is a wobbler, which means it can be charged as a, as a misdemeanor or a felony. And as a felony, you could... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely cut that out. Cut that out. Oh, um, we're actually cutting that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, someone's talking. Um, Sorry, I clicked on a pop-up. We are going to delete. Um, I, I had a client. <laughs> I had a client once that he um, he stole a bunch of ground ground meat and hamburger helper, and I actually had it dismissed because I <laughs> I had it dismissed because I explained the because he was homeless. And I talked to the DA. I said he doesn't need a conviction. Necessity. He needs. I mean, I didn't yeah. even use necessity. I said, listen, this guy is homeless and he wants to feed his family and I don't know where he's going to make it or what but he's not stealing alcohol he's not stealing cigarettes he's trying to provide for his family cut him a break and the DA and I, I really leaned on the DA quite a bit and she finally said you know what you're right I'm just going to dismiss it and tell him to stay away from that store fine That's yeah fine. get a stay away order from the store they're typically always going to impose a stay away order from where you got in trouble stealing from the main places I see cases from are Kohl's and Walmart. Yeah. I always find it interesting that Walmart is one of the most frequented theft places because it's one of the cheapest places. Whereas Nordstrom and Neiman Marcus, um, these other types of stores, I rarely do I see cases uh, from those places. I... Yeah. We gotta start this one over. We we can't do this. This has been a wreck. No, no. Um, Just pause it. Yeah. We interrupt this podcast to give you a great. (laughs) We interrupt this podcast to give you a special announcement. Theft is bad. George Derrick and Bob Moreland, attorneys at law, are here to represent you with all your theft needs. Every theft case is, is really evaluated on its own. I mean, I can't say what an exact punishment is going to be in an exact theft case because they're all different. And, in fact, counties can prosecute them differently. Sure they can. They have different um, funding for different diversion programs if that's even available. Maybe they don't. 
Yep. All I know, the counties I practice in, there's usually diversion on your first-time offense. There can be. Uh, not not always. I mean, you can't bank on getting diversion. I'm not going to guarantee it. Guarantee a diversion But I guarantee program, it that I will fight hard for you. Yeah, oh, I guarantee I'll, I'll fight my hardest for you on your case. But what other kinds of theft are there? Okay, there's petty theft. There's grand theft. What about... Uh, there's embezzlement. There's auto burglary. Embezzlement. I had, a, I had a case where a woman embezzled, I think, $100,000 from her church. That was not. That didn't go over too well with the court. Not a, not good facts. Time. Not good facts to be embezzling from churches. Yeah, she got prison time for that. That much money too. Yeah. I I saw an embezzlement case recently. It wasn't mine, but I was in the court when it was negotiated. It was a embezzlement from a medical marijuana clinic, which is kind of the opposite of a church. And that one, the guy ended up having to just pay the amount that he embezzled back plus some fines. And uh, they let him out of jail, and th- that was the resolution of the case. So prison time you for paying the restitution. You're going to be so far ahead of the game. Yes, if you're in trouble for theft or embezzlement or anything of that nature, try to pay the money back that you're alleged to have stolen, or if you did do it, pay it back as soon as you can. It will put you in a much better off position than if you don't. The district attorney likes to see you take proactive steps in order to make the victim whole again. And the victim wants to be whole sooner rather than later. There's also car theft. Car theft? True. Um, that's when your car is stolen. It's under 10851 of the California Vehicle, vehicle Code. Car, car, I've car had a car stolen, have you? I've never had a car stolen. I've had a car broken into and everything from the car stolen, but not the car you know itself, my unfortunately. Car was stolen. Um, when I was in law school, I thought I would never get it back, but I did. And I had to pay San Francisco a ton of um, towing fees. The auto return place? Really, really bothered me since I was a crime victim. But my car was broken into, I want to say, three or four months ago. Wow. In Alameda? No, I parked the car in Oakland. Oh, shocking. At the at the BART station there. and I... Um, I dabble in stand-up comedy i do some stand-up comedy and when i got back from from that i saw a note on my car that said that had a police officer's business card and it said please call me if you have any questions well i was a little confused until i looked at the passenger side window and it was broken and i thought oh my gosh so i look in the car and i see nothing's missing nothing and so i call the police officer and he said yeah Around 6.30, and I left the car around 6.15. Around 6.30, someone saw someone kicking kicking in your window, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so the police were called. He caught the guy in the act trying to steal the battery out of my car. Wow. Yeah. So they caught the guy in the act. Hmm. And a, uh, he, a few days later... He wanted a battery. What are you going to get for a battery? You're just going to recycle that and get no, 20 bucks? No, he or? probably needed a battery for his car. Or to cook that ground beef. Yeah. So they caught him, and they asked me for restitution, and I just um, submitted a restitution claim of, like, whatever it cost to replace the window, even though I had to take, like, half a day off of work. But that, w- that was amazing. I'm, I was so glad they, they were able to catch the guy. Huh. I'm shocked that they were able to catch the guy. Bar Police seems to be uh, one of the worst yes. agencies in, in all of the Bay Area. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. Well, yeah, they did okay. 
So we also let's see we did Grand Theft Auto. Um, what else? What other um, types? We have there's so many types. Well, of receiving that. stolen property is yes. a good one. I see this one quite often. And the problem with receiving stolen property is the problem with receiving stolen property is that uh, you have to have an intent. Um, know or should you need to know. Or should, or should have, have known, known that the property, that the property was, stolen. was stolen. So a lot of times oh. when I have a client, or Bob has a client that was pulled over and the car is stolen, um, what happens is is you're arrested for car theft and possession of stolen property. Yeah, for the, for the prosecutor to make a case against you, they have to show that the property was in fact stolen, that you then received the property... And you knew that knew or should have known that the property was stolen. That, those are the right. legal elements of law that they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. Oh. So I, I I've had cases like that, and a lot of times clients resolve it for possession of instead of car theft. Um, so. Yeah, I I had a case recently that was a a guy had a Miata hardtop that Miata, he Miata, huh? Miata. He's rolling. He's rolling hard with that car, and uh, he was. Trying to sell the Miata hardtop. I wonder top. why the Miata looks like a Tic Tac. Does it look like a Tic Tac? Kind of does. Pull up a picture of it. Miata is the Tic Tac of cars. Huh. All right. Um, so he was trying to sell it on Craigslist. The guy who used to own that hardtop then contacted him and said, Hey, I'd like to come buy it from you. He showed up with a cop and the hardtop. My client claims he yeah, had no idea it was stolen, that he didn't know. He was just trying to sell it. On Craigslist, the officer then started asking him questions, and the officer said, "Well, how much are you selling it for?" It's like six hundred bucks. Well, how much did you buy it for? And the guy's like, "Well, I bought it for four hundred bucks." So, didn't did you know it was stolen? My client unfortunately answered, "Well, I kind of had a feeling. You know, I oh, I kind of realized that it could have been stolen." See, the the key that the key term is new was or bad. Should have known. Yeah. Yes. So that was enough for the prosecutor to establish that he knew or should have known that it was stolen due to his statements. In that type of situation, I advise everybody, don't talk to the officer. Don't talk to the police. They're trying to build their case, even though you don't know it because you're not sure what the elements of law are. I mean, you do now. Was he undercover or was he an actual police officer? He was an actual police officer in uniform. Uh, Yeah. He wasn't undercover. He showed up with the guy saying, hey, we're here to look at your... And the officer said, come here. I'd like to talk with you. Asked him a bunch of questions. Yeah, he's not asking you questions to exonerate you. No, he's asking you questions to make an arrest yeah. and to get a conviction. That's what officers do. They want to so arrest people for. and get convictions. So there's nothing good that could have been said. There's nothing that he needed. It, had he not spoken, had he said absolutely nothing to the officer, said, I don't want to talk to you. I bought this off of somebody for $400, and I'm just trying to resell it. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Done. What's a heart now? Is it the actual car or was it like... Just the top. Just the... the you know, because the Miata is a convertible. So he threw the top on there. Okay. And I think they, they run... I looked it up. They run about 750 to to 1000 bucks. Oh, okay. So he's selling it for 600 That's a deal. 400 uh, It's pretty cheap. That's that's one heck of a... That's a deal. Hardcore roller stealing tops of Miatas. Wouldn't want to run into that guy in, a, in an alley. <laughs> Appa- I, apparently, I, they're really easy to steal too. If I had a Miata, of course. So, don't don't steal. And if you get caught, the best advice is just be quiet. If you're at Bloomingdale's, let them go ahead and take you to the Blooming Jail, 
And they have a Bloomingdale's jail? They have a Blooming Jail at Bloomingdale's. <laughs> it's called the Blooming Jail, too. Do they really? Yeah, at Bloomingdale's. I find that to be pretty, pretty hey, funny. The Disneyland has a, has its own jail. Do they? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it's called the Disneyland Jail. I don't know. Oh, no, that's it's not good. underneath. It's, like, it's its own city. It's down underneath the uh, Small yeah. World ride. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people they catch stealing stuff at Disneyland. They or should. Maybe you wouldn't. They should just handcuff you and put you in one of those boats in the small right. world ride. Be like, yeah, yeah, there you go. You have to listen to this all day long. <laughs> You're here all day. It's interesting punishment. <laughs> or I was thinking maybe put put them in the background of the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> That'd be a good one too. This is what happens when you steal. I think the small world one would be definitely worst no, punishment. No, it's be in your head, and now it's in our listeners' heads all yeah, day long. All day. It's gonna be a small world I after can't even, all. Oh, you just said it. Oh no. Well, this has been th- just we concentrate on petty theft. There's some other theft cases. Um, you know, whatever you do, if you're caught, make sure you're able to pay it back, or make sure the item you stole isn't broken, so you can return it in pristine condition. Of course, my first level advice is don't steal. Yeah, don't steal at all. And the other main categories I see of theft are burglary and robbery. And a lot of people get these confused. I hear a lot yeah, of people saying, Ah, oh, I've been robbed when they get home. No, you were burgled. You were not robbed. You were burgled. You should say, I've been burgled. Yeah. Robbery is when someone uses force or threat of force to take something from you, your person. Burglary is when someone comes to your home or goes into your car without you being present and takes something. You could be present, actually. Um... For residential burglary, that's a strike. But usually, you're not there. Yep. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. This has been What Are Your Rights podcast with attorneys George Derrick and Bob Moreland. If you have any other questions, you want to hire one of us. George Derrick's website is eastbayattorney.com. Bob Moreland's website is bobmoreland.com. See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>